1: This episode is brought to you by City Index. You shouldn't have to pay a premium for the most exciting market opportunities. Start trading the biggest companies for less with City Index's commission free US share CFDs. Go long or short with zero dollar commission on Apple, Amazon, and our full range of US markets, both in and out of hours. Visit cityindex.com to try a risk free demo account today. City Index, invested in your success. All trading involves risk. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COB is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. It is the 16th of the 8th month, 2022. This is the COB, the stuff you need to know about the day in business, markets, startups, but... um, Let's be frank, it's usually equities and macro, correct, Carl yes
0: Yes, yes. Uh, I'd, I'd love it to be 24 hours a day of equities and macro. But uh, yeah, we've had plenty to talk about at the moment.
1: Yeah, we sure have. Um, today, we'll get to the macro in just a minute. Our listeners like a recap of what happened Mm. on the market, and it was a positive session. I mean, there's no two ways about it. Up by six-tenths of a percent at an index level, closing above 7,100 for the S&P ASX 200. Yeah, I had a chat with Chris Weston to start the day, and we punched through it much after the open and wow real sideways it trade was amazing wasn't afternoon. it yeah. it was it
0: was like a, i don't know what's what's a really pristine still body of water oh, what's what's soul. a lake in the in the what's what's <laughs> a lake that that we can compare it to because it was like it was glass still it did not move for about three hours it
1: is lake Manitowobbing in canada's muskoka at about five o'clock in the morning before the speed boats come out <laughs> that's Absolutely it that's what we want beautiful we you can hear the loons as we speak okay um, mm. I guess a lot of it had to do with BHP though. I mean, yeah. that is a very chunky share price rise yeah. for what is the biggest market cap company on the index. Ten
0: yeah. percent of the market just reporting right there. And I mean it was an absolute crack, and I suppose it did really underpin that, Dave Gaines. I, I you'll be able to tell us, Nadine. We what close? Four and a half percent. Yeah, four and a
1: quarter percent higher. Yeah. 4.25% higher. yeah. Uh, so, really strong performance coming through from BHP in the wake of its results. Record dividend for the year, record mm-hmm. result. You know, it beats most expectations on most fronts, still has cash, even as it has net debt plenty in the market talking about, well, what's going to happen with Oz Minerals. We'll likely have to pay more for it. But um, I spoke with David Lamont, who's the CFO, uh, promising that they will be um, disciplined, continuing to be disciplined when it comes to opportunities, but really firm in saying that they want to continue to grow and invest through the cycle. Kyle, it's all about these future facing commodities, even though it was still W.A.R. and Ore, you know, that, uh, that was the real Outstanding performer.
0: Yeah, it was interesting. I really loved the conversation that you had, actually. And <clears throat> what was really quite remarkable was the optimism that they had about the outlook going forward. That you know, China would sort of largely still continue to underpin fairly strong demand. You know, clearly a bit of you know short-term turbulence and what have you. Um, but they were just they were just really really that that, that last paragraph uh, in the release uh, about in stability morning, about stability. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then also confidence in, in demand going forward. You know, especially as it, as it applies to iron ore too. So you know, they sort of seem to tick a lot of the, the boxes today. You know, they're still looking to grow, grow probably through acquisitions and what have you. Um, obviously, a bumper result and delivered a higher dividend than um, expected to, to investors too. Um, but sort of seem, yeah, struck the right tone in terms of um, mm. where they see things going.
1: Well, I mean, if that uh, performance and share price is anything to go by, then tick. Um, You had a chat today with Sam Locono from yeah. Stonehorn so in good. Hong Kong. Yeah, it's in the show notes if anybody would like to take a listen. So w- w- what was the big takeaway on China from him? Because it was a really opportune, I don't know if we planned it this way, but it was an opportune day to speak to him.
0: It was perfect. I mean, I think watch it. First of all, obviously just watch it. I know I know we always say that, but I wouldn't want to put words in his mouth. But he the the, the crux of what I took away from him mm-hmm. is that the media and the way that um, obviously market participants are looking at China at the moment is just not right. We're when, we're getting it all wrong in terms of their policy priorities. Yes, you know the the, the issues with you know Taiwan uh, policy and Taiwan and um, you know strategic competition with the United States, all important. But there's more going on and more important things going on as far as policymakers concerned, driving. Uh, their decision making as it applies to how they approach the economy at the moment and we're just not getting that information here and he's of of course well we're
1: not getting really a lot of information but anyways I digress yeah well yeah but not
0: reporting it on it Mm -hmm. the right way uh, for the most part and for anyone who's obviously not seen um, him before he's on the ground in Hong Kong he has a great sense of things as to as to how the markets are working there and he shares that kind of boots on the ground view and I I thought it was great
1: yeah good I'll I'll take another listen to it because he always does as well give you sort of ideas and opportunities that he sees coming to the fore in Asia and China in particular. Um, I did digress from reporting season. I was going to be very strict with myself and stick with it, but um, let me just... Yeah, there was. I mean, it's just so manic when all of these companies are reporting, but let me get you across, look, some of them. Um, Real positive results and positive reaction to Temple and Webster. Share price was up by 31%. So when you consider... You know, what happened with that company through the pandemic? That is a ringing endorsement. Now, Life360, another one of those Mm. beaten down tech names. Well, the CEO, Chris Hulls, calls it A- a value, value growth, growth tech company. Tech company. Yeah,
0: I saw that today. I was kind of like, oh, I know, I know. Okay. I have to sort of get catch on. <laughs>
1: it's still pre-profitable, Kyle. But he says, look, like it'll be <laughs> really easy for them to turn the dial and become profitable. Yeah. If you'd like to hear um, his his explanation, you can go to our website. Um, we mentioned BHP SG Fleet Group was up by one, close to two percent in the wake of its results. On the flip side, though, um, flat for Goodman Group. Had a chat with Martin Crabb from Sean Partners to end the day. He says that it's still a core holding. It's just probably a bit too expensive to buy here. Uh, we heard from Sims down by three percent. Seven West Media down by four percent. SCA Property down by four point four. We'll be speaking with them in the morning. And again, there it's rising interest rates. It's inflation-linked contracts. You can hear Martin Crab speak about it. Seek down by five percent, but. Boy, the real, the real lagard today was Challenger off by mm. 10% by the end of the day. Martin Crabb described it as just, you know, close to the wheels falling off. You couldn't look really anywhere in the results for anything really positive. You know, funds under management, outflows, banking unit um, review, it keeps losing money. And uh, yeah, it just, you know, it, it's clearly has problems. He said it might've been a bit of a market overreaction, mm. uh, but that's the kind of mood we're in, right? So yep. Challenger finishing down about 10%. Uh, I mean, you don't have to get into it, but sort of any comments on any of those companies that came up that really stick out to you?
0: Um, Okay. I had a great – so, I had the 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 good fortune of being in the 11 today. So, that means we get to see – talk to all the people. I got to talk to all the people that had an hour to look through the exactly. results. So yeah. Uh, and was, you've had a bit of more fortunate. of a chance to read through yeah, some of them. Yeah, caught my breath. Um, I had my first or second coffee for the day. So, I was ready to go. David Lane, really good chat. picked apart the, the BHP results uh, and also spoke about um, South 32 and the investment case there. Obviously, they reported – I believe in the last was it yesterday that they reported the last couple. Of, I can't remember, but anyway, buy recommendation from him there. Another great chat. The other thing that I um, spoke about uh, spoke uh, the person I spoke to was um, Ben Clark, TMS Capital. He gave a buy, hold, sell, and picked apart Goodman Group a little bit with a okay. and he was he had a he had a buy recommendation on that. Interesting thesis because of the macro backdrop too. So okay, yeah, got to got to have those good conversations. Yeah,
1: lots so. of analysis. If you go to our website, actually, we've got a whole rail. You know, when you get a bunch of. Um, little stories in a row all dedicated to reporting season so it's a really good way to catch up with some of those companies if they're in your portfolio if you're thinking about adding to your portfolio because uh yeah it appears as if people are in a buying mood um look the in relation to reporting season life 360 was the stock of the day david kosh sat down with scott phillips from a motley fool and uh howard coleman from team invest let's hear what they had to say about life 360.
2: but if we start with simply Is it doing what it's trying to do? Yeah, I think pretty much. Um, I do think it's worth talking about the fact you mentioned consistently earnings positive and operating cash flow positive. That's fine, but operating cash flow is at the very top of the cash flow statement, not at the bottom. Uh, That suggests to me that they're still going to bleed some cash. And that's, I think, the market's biggest concern. You mentioned value growth tech company. That pretty much covers all of the the hot (laughs) buttons. A little bit too spicy for me, but um, if you're in it for the right reasons, if you're in it for that sort of long-term story, you know it's higher risk metrics look pretty good so hard to hard to really criticize the company for what it's doing as an investment the challenge is do you want to take on that level of risk and that cash flow uncertainty not yet for me but I can see why people might want to and I wouldn't criticize them for doing so you know there may be some people out there who prepare to take on the risk or who have enough belief in it that they believe it will get there My, the one scary thing that he said to which he thought was a positive I thought was scary where he said during COVID they switched off all their marketing and still increased subscribers. But the point is they still made a loss because during COVID they made a loss the same as they made every other year. So uh, uh, to me it's an unproven business model, but it looks a bit better than some of the other unproven business models that are floating around at the moment.
1: It's not a buy for either one of these gents, but uh, Scott Phillips, you know, Saying while it's spicy for him, he can see that this company is executing and doing what it says it will do, which I think in tech, pre-profitable tech,
0: pre-profit tech,
1: probably a good thing.
0: Yeah, interesting. Just as an aside, for those who want to go back through the platform, because you can search for you know the companies that have been spoken about on the different plat uh, the, the different programs extensively the Live 360 has come up over the last few weeks as a, as a really good trade that was showing, from a technical point of view, some upside. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the conversation there was that um, it might be, uh, I think Michael Gable even phrased it as a uh, – uh, good time, not a long time trade. Yeah. Um, so perhaps something there as well.
1: Yeah, sometimes I feel like I'm in for a good time, not a long time as well, but that's that's another story. Oh, it's all
0: sex, drugs, and rock and roll. It <laughs> yeah. All
1: right. BHP, <laughs> best performers in percentage terms. Uh, Challenger, the worst per, um, performer in percentage terms. And don't forget, we get the downgrades coming in the wake of results. So Beach Petroleum Bendigo yesterday, you know, really sort of taking a hit yet again today. Let's leave reporting season, though, because we had the first monthly abs report on cpi on inflation um so that's a pretty exciting event isn't it when we get a a new read something that other countries have had for a very long time
0: yeah that's one of those you know pop the bottles kind of events isn't it or or you know um drop the streamers all that kind of well yeah yeah, like uh, us yeah there's there's two of us in the room i guess the both of us are finance nerds but um yeah i actually didn't see what the the data contained um, but, yeah, something that's, that's going to be clearly welcomed by market participants, um, a huge complaint over the last 12 months has been uh, the lack of timely data for, the, uh, for the, uh, the, the RBA to be able to set policy on note. Uh, it's kind of weird, right? It's, it's almost like I, I worked in sales in a, in a past life and it's almost like being a salesperson and having, a, 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 you know, your sales targets month a month. Um, but only getting the numbers mm. every three months, you know, it's 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 just crazy to set policy without that kind of clarity.
1: Well, I can say that in June. So this is going back to June still, still, still a bit backward looking. The monthly <laughs> CPI was up zero point seven percent to stand at six point eight percent higher than a year ago. Um look Craig James from Comsec saying the volatility will be an issue with this monthly CPI until we get a seasonally adjusted measure that can be calculated. So again, uh you know this is something new uh but worth watching. Also steps, worth yeah. watching, yeah, the RBA minutes. So I had a chat with um with Sarah Hunter from KPMG an mm. economist there and she just said look uh, just by the commentary or lack thereof about a 75 basis point hike. Last time uh, when the board met, she said it would take really extraordinary circumstances for that to be on the table from here on in.
0: Well, we have uh, wage data tomorrow. It's expected to come in at 2.7%. It doesn't even really matter, to be honest. We don't get a CPI print for a really long time. So, it would seem very unlikely, unless maybe Thursday's jobs data is just incredibly, incredibly, incredibly hot that it's going to shift things there. But the markets are still sort of split between 25 and 50. Mm -hmm. So, that's kind of interesting, but most of the research notes I saw coming out of after today's minutes were saying actually things are a bit more hawkish than we expected based on last uh, based on the statement a couple of weeks ago. So yeah. that sort of 50 seems to be the the consensus call. I think. Yeah, I
1: mean, Cap Economics comes to mind. They're calling for a 50 basis point hike next time. And, um, yeah, another point that came from – it was ANZ. I was going to say one of the banks, it was ANZ, calling for 20%. Fall in property prices. Oh, I did say that. Yeah, until um, mortgage rates must retreat. In That's always a good sign, though. Those are the contrarian yeah, indicators when everyone's I know. just kind
0: of like, it, it's going to drop, you know, 50%. Yeah, percent my Twitter Euro feed is yeah. full of them. Uh, yeah. Trust
1: me. You know, yeah. when you put anything on housing on your feed, <laughs> yeah, you get. Yeah, you. It's, it's amazing. Like, yeah, it
0: flies to the proverbial. Right? Um.
1: Yeah. The other, uh, I commented just very briefly on all of that Scott Morrison news. Um, that came out yesterday. Yeah. And I swear I got more likes for like a two-word tweet on getting, something that I never comment do. on <laughs> than I ever get. So my, my
0: views on that today as well, actually. I was quite proud uh, of myself. So Yeah, I like it. Think.
1: It's in the COB newsletter. So yeah. if you don't subscribe, it's always worth it. You get Kyle's views on yeah. things and, and Scotty's views when he's – um, you know, know, at the desk, and uh, very rarely do you get mine. I wrote one on uranium last week, and I've since then been watching that show on Netflix about the Three Mile Island, um, yeah, <laughs> accident. Anywho, um,
0: both aces done. <laughs> no,
1: no, 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 no. No. Um, yeah. time has moved on. Yeah, right. Um, but listen, we digress. Uh, we've yeah. got RBNZ tomorrow. Yes, it's a big one. Um, we've got still some big data points on the horizon in yeah, terms of jobs and wage and prices. Then, yeah. And then of course, um, we are still in the very thick of reporting season. I'm not gonna go through them all, but we've got BAPCOR, we've got um, we've got CSL, It's a huge one. Yeah. We've got Domain, we'll be speaking with the CEO, we've got Dexis, we've got Fletcher Building, we'll be speaking with the CEO on that one as well. We've got Magellan Financial, Super Retail, um, Vincidity Centers, and I'll be speaking with um shopping centers Australasia, SCPs. Uh, CFO I think tomorrow morning just to kick things off so look it's a, it's going to be another really big morning my hair yeah. might be in a pony <laughs> once again hey, I, told I literally you works, was right? about to get on air and realized <laughs> I forgot to do my hair I was so caught yeah, up in we, the recording season we,
0: <laughs> both of us can't be putting our hair in a, in a, in a bun <laughs>
1: it's not about how we look Kyle it's about the information in
0: Substance our head we just haven't
1: to alright <laughs> um, let's get our sleep shall we Yes, yeah, good. goodbye